1: The devil is not on the throne. I know that is true because when you study the book of Revelation, you find that only one is worthy to be seated on the throne of the universe, and that is our Lord Jesus Christ. We are walking through the halls of heaven. We've come into the family room of the Father in Revelation chapter 4, and now we come to Revelation chapter 5. Revelation 5 gives us a glimpse of Christ in eternity. You can see the Lord Jesus Christ mentioned uh, in the garden uh, way back in the book of Genesis as the seed of the woman. You can see Christ in the tabernacle and Christ in the temple. And you can see Christ in the flesh in the gospel records. Uh, You can see Christ in us in the New Testament writings. But When you come to Revelation chapter 4 and Revelation chapter 5, you see Christ in eternity. This is what we will see one day perfectly In Revelation 4, we see him as creator, but in Revelation 5, we see him as savior. Listen to the opening verses of this beautiful chapter. John wrote, And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not. Behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, And of the four beasts and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain having seven horns and seven eyes which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth now our temptation immediately is to start talking about this book what was written on the book and why was the book important we'll come back to that thought but today I don't want you to look at the book today I want you to look at the Lord Jesus Christ the one who's worthy to open it, the only one who can loose the seals of it, the only one who can read it, the one who is, according to John, in the midst of the throne. We're given three pictures of our Lord in these few verses. First of all, he's referred to here as the lion, the lion of the tribe of Judah, We know, of course, that the lion was always symbolic of royalty. You remember the first New Testament book, the Gospel according to Matthew? Matthew's revelation of Christ in his first coming was of Christ as the king of the Jews. Remember, he took him all the way back uh, to David, all the way back to the throne and the, the promises. And so we know he's the king of the Jews. But when you get to Revelation, to the last book of the New Testament, he's not just the king of the Jews. No, my friend, He is the Lion of the tribe of Judah. That means he came of the Jews, through the Jews, as a Jew. But friend, he's the King of all. He's the King of glory. He's the King of eternity. He's the King of heaven. I hope he's your King today. He is the Lion. This is is a picture of our Lord in all of his power, our Lord in all of his victory. Then there's a second picture. He's not only the Lion of the tribe of Judah, he is the Root of David. And root is capitalized, so we know this is one of the proper names or titles for our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, What is the significance of him being a root? Do you remember in the Old Testament prophets we're told of of a root coming out of dry ground? Uh, That was a reference to Christ. In other words, it's a picture of life growing up in the midst of death, a root out of a dry ground. This world offered nothing to him. Instead, he offers everything to us. Uh, we had nothing to give Him to contribute to Him, but He has everything from which we draw our vitality. That's what a root does. A root is what produces the fruit. Uh, the, the life-giving flow comes through the root. Jesus is the life. He's the only one who can produce any good fruit in our lives, in this world, and in all of eternity. He is the root of David. And then the third picture I think is my favorite. He is the lamb. Did you know that that expression is used 28 times for the Lord Jesus Christ? Lamb, 28 times. The most tender, gentle, innocent, uh, meek animal that you could imagine is related to our Lord Jesus Christ. Actually, the word that's used in Revelation here for lamb is the word for a little lamb. Can you see the Lord Jesus as the Father's little lamb? Can you see him as the little lamb at Calvary being sacrificed, slaughtered for our sins? Can you see him as the lamb slain from the foundation of the world? Yes, friends, he's the lamb. So watch what each one of these pictures tell us about Christ and his relationship to us. As the lion, he's the one who has the victory and gives the victory. As the root, he's the picture of vitality, of life, eternal life, abundant life, forever life. And as the lamb, this is a picture of his vicarious suffering for us. He took our place. He became our sacrifice. He, he was our perfect substitute on that cross. Yes, he's the lamb. The Bible describes the lamb here as a lamb that had been slain. So we know that he was crucified. We know that he was slain. And yet here, he's not slain. He's standing. May I ask you a question? How can a lamb that is slain be standing? The answer is, he rose. The only way uh, an animal put to death could be standing upright, moving about, holding a book, reading, speaking, is somewhere he had to resurrect. And so this is not just a picture of his death, this is a picture of his continuing life and of his reign, his rule. In fact, the Bible says the lamb had seven horns, seven eyes, which are the Seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. You hear the seven, 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 the number of perfection, of completion. Jesus is everything. He has everything. Those seven horns, that represents all strength. Uh, That's what the horn represents. Uh, The seven eyes, that's all knowledge, looking everywhere, roaming to and fro throughout all the earth. The seven spirits, uh, that's his all presence. He's everywhere at the same time. This is our strong, perfect Savior. Oh, my friend, I I hope you get a glimpse today of the lion. I hope you get a glimpse today of the root. I hope you get a glimpse today of the lamb. Look to the lamb. Do you remember at the beginning of the New Testament when the Lord Jesus came and began his earthly ministry? John the Baptist said to some of his followers one day, Behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. Well, here we are at the end of the New Testament, and another John is essentially saying the same thing Behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. Look to the Lamb today. Look to Christ today. I'm not looking for the Antichrist. No, I'm looking for Christ. Someone recently said to me, I'm glad you're not talking about things uh, in the term of doomsday. And I said to my friend, "Uh, you know, for a Christian, it's never doomsday. We're not going down. We're going up. I'm not looking for the end. I'm looking for a new beginning I'm not looking for awful events to take place. Rather, I'm looking for Jesus Christ. He is the victorious lion. He is the vital root, and he is the vicarious lamb. Jesus Christ is all we need. I hope you'll get a fresh glimpse of the Lord Jesus. I say again, the devil is not on the throne. Christ is on the throne.
0: purpose of all scripture is to see God. In Revelation, the curtain is pulled back and we are reminded not to simply look at world events, but to look to Christ. We hope you will join us next time as Scott Pauly continues our study through this amazing book of the Bible. You may also join us right now for additional studies and a library of helpful resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find several new features at our online home, and we trust they will be a blessing to you as you walk with God. Plan to visit us each day at enjoyingthejourney.org, and we look forward to returning to Revelation on our next broadcast. Keep your eyes on Christ and look up. The King is coming.